Good evening. This is Charlotte Pierce. I'm the producer of Ready Row USA, the podcast. It's part of the distributed by the Rowing Chat Network. And we are so glad to have everyone here for this special show on the first of the, uh, or the one of the more famous regattas, the head of the Charles is going virtual. And I have here people who know a lot about this new format and how it's going to be engaging and fun for everybody, whether you're doing it on the water on an erg or or, or live on, on the uh, co live competition. Um, so we have a Abby, Amy, Ma Amy Mayer, who's uh, the uh, co-race director. Hi, Amy. Hi, Charlotte. Thanks so much for having me today. You're welcome. Yeah, it's great to see you. And uh, Natasha Strom, who is the in her second year as race director. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Charlotte. Good to be here. I'm glad to have you. And Dan Beckham, who who looks very official there. In his, if you if you're watching live, you'll know what I mean. But Dan has a great setup. How you doing, Dan? Doing great, Charlotte. Thanks for having me on. And you're the. Um, media coordinator for the head of the Charles, right? Yes. Right. Uh, just been brought on the start of September as the new assistant operations, uh, assistant to the uh, operations director and uh, new social media coordinator. Well, this sounds like you have your work cut out for you. What a, what a year to get started. <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. Oh, yeah, why not? Why not start with a challenge? You know, something new. Uh, anyway, we are. Uh, you're watching Ready Row USA. I'm going to bring Dan in back in in a little bit, but um, we have, like I said, we're part of the Rowing Chat Network, and you can subscribe by going to rowing.chat or to our YouTube page or our Facebook page, and you can find out all the information about how to how to follow it and get advance notice of of our shows. We have four. Uh, regular shows and occasional other um, podcasts come come in for special topics. But uh, in the booth, we have me, producer, and I'm hosting tonight, Charlotte Pierce. And uh, I am uh, honored to have the, the folks we just introduced, Natasha, Amy, and Dan. Our tech director often is Drew Weisberg or uh, Kimberly um, Reynolds. Neither one could be here tonight, but we are going to carry on and hopefully I will do my best to to keep the slides going and, and the, the conversation flowing with the help of uh, all of my friends here. Uh, we usually have a news section we didn't do too much with it this this time because we have uh, a packed show. But uh, as everybody probably knows by now, Amanda Krauss. Um, is is taken over. She's left uh, Row New York, where she did a fabulous job for eleven years, and she's now CEO at U.S. Rowing. So we're really excited about that. I think Amanda will be wonderful uh, in that role, and we look forward to hearing more from her. We're probably going to have her on the show later in the fall. Uh, they one of the first things they've done recently was uh, set up the DEI committee. Uh, some people were wondering when that would happen, and it has happened. Some great people are involved with that. And Natasha and Amy, I think you probably have know, know many of those people. Yeah, Richard Butler and people. Um, it, it's not, it looks like a good lineup, so we're, we're happy to see that coming along. And let's get right into the show. Uh, we have 
people watching and please ask questions during our live stream and uh, we can answer them. And if, if we don't get to it, we'll answer it afterwards. But uh, welcome back, Dan. I, I didn't want to mask you over with the subtitle there, but no uh, yeah. uh, so we have, uh, we have a question. These questions have kind of been assembled um, from people online and uh, people that have been asking us, you know, what's going on with the head of the Charles this year. So uh, here's the first question. When did you realize that a traditional head of Charles would be impossible? And maybe uh, Natasha, do you want to take that one? Sure, I'd love to. Um, so when, you know, the shutdown um, really started back in March, um, and we had heard, you know, we, we started thinking like, how is this going to impact the regatta? Um, and then of course the Boston Marathon was postponed later to be canceled and, and became a virtual event. Um, but at that point we started really thinking about what um, we could do. And as the state guidelines came out, um, for reopening, how we would be able to do something, um, you know, how we could run a, an event um, mm -hmm. using the state guidelines. And it was very restrictive. Um, it was, became very difficult to um, see a way for us to make sure our volunteers and our athletes uh, were safe um, and stayed healthy. So. Um, with that and also with an audit, we um, worked with um, MGH doctors to, um, you know, kind of also look at that, uh, the issue of health and safety um, and what kind of measures we'd have to take. Um, and it just became, you know, untenable. We could not do it what? safely and smartly. So this was sometime in what, March or April? Um, we, we took some time. Um, we made our final decision in July and we worked with our race operations, our race committee, looking at all aspects of the regatta to see mm -hmm. how we would manage um, an, you know, with our volunteer uh, base safely. So that took a lot of effort and it did take some months to really make sure we, you know, did our due diligence and yeah. made sure that we were doing the right thing. It sounds like a 12 hour a day job, just <laughs> <laughs> figuring out all this stuff. Um, we have another question. Um, what process did you go through in making the decision for a global virtual event? The, the process, I guess. Um, and you just talked about some of that, but, I don't know, are there committees or are there like and you know, there's technology and stuff like that to be considered? I mean, how did you even did did you find other examples of, of people that had done it this way? Um, I can take it or Amy. Um, well, we knew we wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. um, and that was that was um, also a big part of our decision making process. We couldn't just do nothing. Um, and so you know, over the summer and over time, there were other, um, you know, more virtual events were coming up. Um, and I, I mean, honestly, our office staff, um, Mason Cox, who is in, in um, Priscilla Livingston and Dan, super creative people. And they came up with so many great ideas and really put it together and kind of came up with this awesome plan. 
Yeah, and I think I would just I would just add to Charlotte that, you know, I think that um, you know the rowing community obviously with everything going on, you know, sprint races were canceled in the spring, summer racing was canceled, and I think we really wanted to just given the head of the Charles think about what we could do for the rowing community to try to bring everyone together again in a safe way. And, you know, again, as Natasha said, kudos to everyone in the in the office, and I'll let Dan comment as well, that, you know, did research on other things that were going on. Uh, I know Dan himself participated in, uh, in a regatta uh, virtually just to see what the oh, experience was like. Yeah. And, you know, it, we really put our heads together to try to not just say, oh, by the way, the head of the Charles is canceled this fall, but mm-hmm. to be able to to be able to say that we have come up with another idea to do something. It. Yeah, got it. Exactly. Because yeah. it's, I mean, such a magical event for Boston. It's like, you know, it's iconic. No, absolutely. All- and uh, yeah, I think one of the great things about head of the Charles is that Um, You know, even if you're not racing, a lot of the spectators sometimes just sort of stumble upon the race course on the weekend. And and I think the the accessibility of, you know, the for for participate for excuse me, for um, for spectators on the the in person, you know, event is is so great. Um, We we wanted to try and uh, take sort of uh, uh, that approach towards the the virtual uh, the global remote event as well. So we wanted to be as inclusive as possible and and be, uh, you know, have accessibility be one of our core principles as yeah. we were sort of doing all that. And uh, so, I mean, you've you've talked a little bit about what it, the structure of it, but just to define a global remote event, who who's participating and how are they feeding in the, their scores or their information and stuff? What does this mean? Uh, sure. Um, so the the event has three components, as you'll see on the the graphic on screen. There is a participatory water event. Uh, we're calling it forty seven hundred two water. Uh, there's a participatory uh-huh. erg event, uh, similarly titled forty seven hundred two erg. Uh-huh. And finally, there is a live erg racing component um, that we're we're calling forty seven hundred two live, all under the umbrella of uh, 4702 HOCR, HOCR 4702. We really like our our regatta distance, as you can tell, and yeah. that is the sort of the the core around our 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 format for the year. Does everybody know that HOCR 4702 that is the number of meters in the race, and and that phrase is the, your hashtag for this event, right? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we have a question, uh, who can participate and who wants to, <laughs> who take that? I mean, do you have a lottery? I mean, like, this is like, this is the exclusive event in racing, in rowing. Right. Um, uh, this year, everyone can participate. Um, there is, that's, that's the great thing about this is that being a virtual global, global virtual event, um, you can do it on any body of water. Um, mm-hmm. you can race the the four seven zero two on any body of water. You could do it on or erg anywhere in the world. You can do the live event from anywhere in the world if you just need a rowing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
there is no lottery. So this is actually going to be sort of a more inclusive event than sort of a general, a, a normal year. Yeah, there might be some benefits that come from it, from expanding it out like this. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we all want it to be re the real thing, but um, still. What, what were you going to say, Amy? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, I know just from, you know, friends and obviously the rowing community, there's always onlookers that, you know, look at the boats going down the Charles and like always wish to be one of those people, people uh -huh. on the boats. And it's, I think it's really exciting, especially, you know, everyone's been socially distanced and cooped up in their houses. And, you know, I think whether it be a CrossFit gym that happens to be working out right now in their parking lot or a group of individuals from an organization mm -hmm. that might have a fitness group. I mean, anyone, as Natasha said, can participate. And, you know, I just think that, um, you know, it'll bring a, a sense of community together for many people um, around the event um, over that entire week. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just great that, that we'll be able to have even more people involved. That's awesome. I, I think this could be a, a real boost for, I mean, just, I know the, the excitement that I've talked to people, like from my rowing camp, we did a All-American Rowing Camp has a head of the Charles uh, training program. So a couple of weeks ago, I did that. And several of the people, you know, they said they didn't know about it. So I said, we're going to do this show. And um now they're going to participate and they've registered. And so, I mean, right. you know, there's, they just want to be as close to the event as they can, <laughs> you know, this, this uh, legendary um, race. So, and my, one of my coaches was Jim Dietz, who was rode. I don't know if he's even going to row th this one, probably, but he's, he only missed one since it started. So, very cool. I know. Yeah. Amazing. Um, there's a question coming in about, um, let me get the right layout here. Uh, all these options. How late can I sign up? And so the, the registration started uh, September 1st, but what's the deal on that? Sure. So the sign up, uh, as you mentioned, the registration is open now. And for the participatory erg and water events where anyone can go out, row a piece on the water, row a piece on any rowing machine and submit it, that will be open all the way through October 16th, the end of that submission period. So you can actually sign up during the week and submit during the same week. Um, just make sure that you submit before that, that final Friday, October 16th. Um, and then the sign up for the live event, the, which uh, is really exciting. It's going to be a, a full day of live racing with participants from all over the world, uh, live broadcast on YouTube as well for all the marquee events. Um, that will close at the end of the month. So clock is ticking on the live event. Sign don't, up. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. yeah. And so if I want to like do a quad, could I do a quad? Yeah. So, um, the participatory on water event allows for boat classes of uh, mm -hmm. boats of any any size okay. um, to to submit results. the The only stipulation is that we really ask that participants follow local government health guidelines. We just really want to make sure people whatever they can do, we want them to be able to do, but we want them to do it safely. And is this a uh, is this kind of like an honor system or like? If, if I don't have a concept two or a 
you know, like the traditional equipment mm -hmm. like that, can I still, like, how do I verify my time and stuff? Sure. So um, verifying your on water performance will come from the submission of what's called a .gpx file. Um, okay. If you've ever used Strava or a uh -huh. Garmin device, um, those output .gpx files and uh, you'll be able to submit your .gpx file. Our software will find the fastest 4702 meters in there for you. So you can row 5K and we'll find it for you. Um, makes it super easy. Um, and that will that will find your, your time for you. And then on the ERG, you have the option to submit uh, from any rowing machine. You have the option to also uh -huh. submit a photo of your score to um, your okay. screen, I can say, to vet your score. Amy and Natasha, you have anything to add to that before we go on to the next question? Nope. Dan's got all the technical information we need. Dan's <laughs> yeah, good. and we've and we actually uh, we did a little uh, test test regatta a few weeks ago, and um, I participated with a with a close friend who I've rode mm -hmm. a double with in the past, and you know we were on the rowing machine, and we, it was a test live event. It was very easy to basically, as Dan said, you know you need a, an erg, you need. Um, a USB cable, and then you need your laptop, and it's it was very easy to Good. to set everything up. And there's step by step instructions on the website, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, we have a question on uh, yeah the the boat and age classes are they the same? So or is it like all dumped into a one bucket? <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Sorry. Go ahead, Dan. No, no. Um, so the, the similarity between the virtual event and the normal head of the Charles uh, will be the age classes. Uh -huh. um, but obviously, um, uh, the participatory ERG will be, um, you know, individual as well as the live component being individual. Um, so that not the same boat classes, fortunately, since most people aren't rowing the same, uh -huh. uh, the same uh -huh. rowing situation. That, that would make sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same age for, for all three events. So, yeah. and one thing to note is uh, if, you know, so say, Charlotte, you want to you wanna submit an on-water piece, you can also uh -huh. submit a, an ERG piece during the participatory period, and you can also race live. You can do all three. So you don't just get to go down the course once or row the, the distance once. You can do it as many times as you'd like. Well, I haven't stopped training, so hopefully, <laughs> you know. I don't know. My I did the forty-five minute piece today, and it was like I kept trying to get my average down, and it just wouldn't go down. It's it a bum. I, I think I called you right after that, Dan, and just like ah. <laughs> so I guess it's one of those days. I know. I know. Okay. So the next one is uh, I don't know. Good strategy. <laughs> like train like hell. I guess. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. I would say I would say to start, you know, we want people to have fun with this. Uh, you know, I'll let Dan and Natasha, you know, obviously as a as a rower and having rowed in the head of the Charles and being someone who's competitive, you know, obviously for myself, you know, I'm going to treat this like a regular regular mm -hmm. race and train and and get ready to go because that's just me. But you know, I have spoken to some people who have come to me and said, "Hey, I want to participate. This sounds like fun." And have said, "Hey, how do I train for something like this? Like, what do I what do I do?" And uh, you know, how do you, how do you actually row 4,702 meters? And, yeah. you know, you definitely, it just, you know, we want people to have fun with it, number one. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. absolutely ways to train, to train for it. Um, 
whether you be an amateur or someone who, um, you know, is an Olympic athlete that's, that's going to participate. Yeah. One of my, one of my growing camp, uh, the head of Charles rowing camp coaches said, uh, always train longer than your race, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so like two minutes longer or, you know, 500 meters longer. That just seems so brilliant to me. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Okay. It's true. <laughs> Because it's I all would recommend if you're doing the on water participatory option and you're not on the Charles, you find a straight course <laughs> and you go with the current. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully with the wind too. Yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, too, yeah absolutely. That, those are the little strategies you can use besides. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. There's a lot of rivers out there all over the world with just bodies of water in general with great conditions for fast rowing. So there's going to be some amazing times, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oops. I went past. Um, what is the head of the Charles doing to bring excitement and tradition to the in-person event? Uh, yeah. I mean, are there communities? Are there forums? Is there a discussion board? Is there like, I don't know, what can you do in these pandemic times to, to get together with other rowers? Yeah, this is hard. It's uh, it's one of those things where I think we're all just sort of missing team boats, really hoped that things were different, you know, around this time uh -huh. of year and we were looking forward to the in-person event. But um, but we're, we're really excited about the opportunity for people to, wherever they are, be able to take whatever equipment they have access to and, and go do this thing. I mean, and, cool. and sharing it with the hashtag HOCR4702. If you're training, you know, you can feel free to use that hashtag as well. And and just check out what people are doing. Uh, I know as the social media coordinator, I'm taking a look all over the, the internet, mm -hmm. at, uh, people training and using that and definitely going to be sharing everyone's, uh, yeah. everyone's posts. So um, share well, with us. We're happy yeah, to do We'll do our part. I've been putting it out and you know, it's, it's kind of fun to click on the hashtag once in a while and just kind of say hello to somebody who's who's training or in, involved. So uh, the other one is, you know, like you got to get your swag, you know, um, what do you do? Like, what, is there a page on their website that I haven't actually looked through it, but. Um, yeah. So our website has a list of, I guess, the, the, the usual suspects, all the, the rowing vendors, that rowers know and love all of the, uh -huh. the regatta partners and and regatta patrons and regatta sponsors. Um, you know, it, it's it's a tough time for them as well. You know, the the uh -huh. companies that that love the rowing community uh -huh. and that that serve the rowing community are definitely hurting. Uh -huh. So um, uh, feel free to use our website yeah. as sort of a map for all those companies and excellent. Yeah, they're uh, they they would love to they would love your business and they're um, they're definitely uh in a tough spot so um you know no, i got it and then uh we're gonna wrap up in a little bit here but uh this is not going to pay official salaries it's got a, there's a good cause involved right yeah absolutely what is the Maybe, uh, grant fund N natasha or amy do you want to maybe do you want to pipe in Sure. So um, another great aspect of, of the you know, global virtual event is that 
all the proceeds are going to go to the Gold Cup uh, Fund. So it's a charity organization uh, that, that was actually um, a partnership between the head of the Charles and, and the, the Gold Cup, uh, which happened earlier this summer. Um, and there's actually a committee, uh, a grant committee. Um, I know the, as Dan can probably mention too, um, the head of Charles, I know on Facebook and as well as some other social media has been sharing recently um, the backgrounds of many of the members of that grant committee. And the great thing is that the the fund is going to allow, um, you know, applications um, and grants to be awarded to, you know, underprivileged or growing programs and really be able to support diversity and inclusion. Um, I don't know, Dan, if you want to add anything on that. Sure. Yeah. The, the, um, just like Amy mentioned, the it's a partnership between Head of the Charles and the Gold Cup. Uh, we're going to award $100,000 in grants annually to um, growing programs uh -huh. that serve uh, communities that are uh, underserved and that are um, just starting up growing programs. So uh, the grant committee is going to work with them uh, not only to to read their application and, uh -huh. and, and distribute the grants, but also be mentors and, and sort of build relationships throughout the community so that well, can lift everyone. That makes it all worth it. That is just so amazing. I loved hearing that. And I was chatting with uh, Michelle Sosa, who is one of the hydro athletes, because I have one of those machines at home. And she said she was on that committee, I think, the grant committee. She was really mm -hmm. excited about it. And yeah. So that's kind of the first thing. So I started putting two and two together with this. Um, okay, well, you guys have been great. Uh, I wanted to, um, you can you can stay on. I just have a few things to uh, talk about at the end of the show, which is uh, our, we're wonderful sponsors. We have, um, put it up here, rowing.chat slash sponsors is where you'll find it. Uh, discounts and links and deals and wonderful, um, offerings from from them we have uh, a new sponsor this month if you're uh, if you're ready to plan a training camp in spain there's a sports travel agency called castel de fells stage esport i'm probably murdering that name but um it's a specialist tour operator who books uh, sports camps for rowers and they specialize in the spanish region catalonia which is near barcelona so thank you for sponsoring. Uh, we also have a new Masters Rowing Magazine by Marlene Royal and Rebecca Caro, who is the executive producer of Rowing Chat and our uh, family of podcasts. They offer four in-depth articles per month, and um, including uh, technique, performance, rowing lifestyle, and then a bonus interview, uh, like a they often interview an Olympic athlete or, or someone who's done a lot for rowing. So that's a new sponsor. And also the science of rowing is another publication that is coming out run by Ru Will Ruth, Blake Gorley and Joe DeLeo, who's, you know, well-known names in rowing. Each month members get three takeaway focused research reviews on rowing training and performance, bonus video and graphic content, and a podcast episode of the trio, digging further into practical takeaways. Um, while I have a chance here, I'm going to give a shout out to Seize the Oar. Tara Morgan is the 
head of that and they're watching along with Steady State Network, which is a new rowing uh, publication and podcast. And uh, Cece Aguda, she's a JL ambassador. And Andres Carrazo, who was in my head of the Charles Rowing Camp a couple of weeks ago. And now we've, uh, he's gonna come up and, and do some rowing with me, I hope. And um, maybe he's, out, he's put a question in here. Can I row it in Boston if I happen to be in the city? And I think we did answer that. Yes, you can. Um, thank you for thank you all for for tuning in. Appreciate it. And uh, if you connect to connect with us and to you can provide uh, topic ideas or just come on the show and and talk about something you think is interesting in the field of rowing. Um, just give us give us a you know go to our contact form on the show notes and you can win gadgets and gear and rowing services by using the hashtag hashtag on social media ready row usa and we will be lurking in all the the traditional social media spots to to see who's using the hashtag so thanks for doing that it just kind of helps us keep bubbling along here we have a rowing club news forum, and I have been putting this out for a long time, but I would love to have news from any club. It doesn't matter how small you are, how elite you are, or how humble you are, if you've hired somebody, if you have a fundraiser that you're running, that regatta, just send it in. We'll, we'll put it on the show. We really want to do that. And um, you know, get the word out and just kind of tap into the to the vibe uh, of clubs around the country because that's where you know people go to do rowing. <laughs> um, gadgets and gear. We also love to hear from you about your favorite gadgets. I'm a kind of a gadget freak, so this is my um, this is my brainchild because I just love all sorts of gadgets. They they don't always help me with my rowing, but they're fun. They're fun to use. Um, Appreciate that, and I will. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, there we are. We had a, a little loudness. My company is Pierce Press. I have a publishing company. Uh, we have travel, children's, and alternative education books. We just won an award for this book. Who's hiding in this book? And it's a. Uh, a, a book about 10 famous authors and they're very diverse and not just your traditional, uh, you know, Edith Wharton and, and Thoreau, they're in there, but also some, some um, people from other cultures and, and uh, you know, we, we're really proud of that. Kimberly is our recovery on water um, correspondent. And we have uh, several interesting uh, topics coming up. I'm going to be interviewing, hopefully, the uh, Amanda Krause, as I mentioned, and and also some Olympic athletes that are going to be training in the Boston area. We have club spotlights, so send in your club news. Rowing, uh, we're going to do one on rowing apps. So all those little like uh, crew crew stop and wonderful. There's a couple of new ones that are coming out. So there's uh, apps that you can take in the boat. They give you different kinds of data. And, uh, probably you could upload your head of the Charles data if it gives you a GPX. Uh, Olympic uh, 2021 previews, and then our gadgets, gear, and gifts. 
So I'll bring you all back on as we head out here. And I want to thank you, Natasha, Amy, and Dan, for this opportunity to, to um, sorry. This is why I need a tech director. <laughs> um, th for this opportunity to, to get, you know, a little bit of excitement going about the head of the Charles 4702. And um, anything else you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, thanks for having us. We're really excited about this event um, and about all the sort of possibilities um, that for people. And we're excited that, you know, you guys are excited. Yeah. Well, let's let's follow it. Let's do a follow up. You know, like if there's what I'd like to do is get some people on who who are training for it and doing it and getting, you know, like in different parts of the country or the world. It would be kind of fun to sort of helicopter in and see what people are doing. But I guess some of your friends are on, Dan. <laughs> yeah, wow. some, some some classmates and fellow coaches. <laughs> <laughs> and you coach at CRI, right? Which is behind me here. Yes, yeah. From time to time, I'll coach a master sculling nice. class or two. But thank you so much for having us on, Charlotte. We're really excited to be on your show and share this really cool event that we've planned. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to go to the website, send us an email, DM me on Instagram, DM the the uh, head of the Charles account on Instagram. Happy to answer any questions, yeah. and uh, we look forward to talking to you again. And we'll have all this information plus links to, or you can continue to comment and ask questions on our uh, on our uh, YouTube and Facebook um, live events. So, thank you all. I'll close.